0: So, Jerry, we're, we're talking uh, on this episode about the errors regarding the incarnation. And, uh, you know, I, we had talked on another uh, episode just that it took the church a while to figure out how to talk about the incarnation. And by incarnation, we're talking about the Jesus who existed forever with God, becoming fully man. And and so why don't you walk us through what some of the errors were as the church tried to wrestle with this and figure out how to talk about mm-hmm. Jesus becoming man. Well, the problem that we have is that
1: uh, the church had, and church still has, is we have an adversary. And that uh, Satan's greatest attack on the church, certainly in the first four centuries of church history, was to attack the incarnation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he did that by a variety of methods. In fact, um, the truth of the matter is, uh, his attacks in the first four centuries aren't that different from what they are now. In fact, you can find a lot of the False teachings about Jesus' incarnation, the Mormons, Mm -hmm. Jehovah's Witnesses—they, you can trace those back to the first four centuries. The Church uh, was tenaciously fighting against uh, those aberrations in teaching about the incarnation, and um, in fact, much of the much of the attack was on his deity, and the Church, in particular, in the first four centuries, was. Primarily contending for the truth of his deity, mm-hmm. uh, so much so that it's almost like the so much of the scripture uh, deals less with his humanity in the epistles mm-hmm. than his deity, but Hebrews is a good book that deals with his uh, humanity absolutely uh, but some of the some of the attacks that they were bringing on him uh that the enemy tried to bring against him was uh, number one was devi- first and foremost was uh, refusing his divine be- denying his divinity. And from the human standpoint I think the enemy is behind
0: it. Mm-hmm. But
1: he uses human agents to propagate
0: those things. So why why would someone Look at Jesus and deny his his divinity. Like what problem were they trying to solve? Why was that a why was that a a good idea that they thought? Oh, hey, let's maybe if we say Jesus wasn't really God, how does that help? How did that help them? Like what were they trying to do? Well, part of that
1: attack on his um, deity was the misunderstanding of how the incarnation really was functional and particularly people who were the monotheists out of uh, Judaism for example would attack it uh, because it, to them that violated uh, hero Israel the Lord is one mm-hmm. and to suggest that Jesus was um, a god in their mind was suggesting there are two gods.
0: Now that's not the truth at all. We hear that similar thing from Islam as yeah. an attack on Christianity, like well, three you worship gods. three gods, and yeah. so that's a sensitivity we have as we talk about the incarnation. We're not saying mm-hmm. that there's multiple gods.
1: Yeah, um, and the the ways of attacking it, uh, Gnosticism, uh, part of Gnosticism would attack the idea that he was um, just.
0: A man, I? So I can hear my wife jump in and saying, now what is Gnosticism? So Gnosticism, as I understand it, was this early, um, uh, kind of a Christianity, but, but it really talked about this hidden knowledge. Yeah. It talked about the like Gnosis. if you're if you're on the inside crowd, if you can read between the lines of the scriptures, then you'll really understand what's going on. Uh-huh. And um, so so why why would the Gnostics have had an opinion about or what were they trying to say about Jesus?
1: Well, there were different aspects of Gnosticism. You know, one aspect of it was saying that he was not really a man, he was God and he was simply an illusion. So pretending to be a man. Uh, yeah, he looked like a man, but he really wasn't. It was Uh On the other side, there was some Gnosticism saying that he was only a man. Uh, what I find interesting is I think you can see this uh, hodgepodge of different ideas in the New Age movement today. Mm-hmm. For example, aspects of the New Age will say, well, actually, uh, Jesus was a man but he had the Christ Spirit, mm-hmm. and the Christ Spirit came on him when he was baptized by John the Baptist and left him when he was crucified and on the cross and that 's why he said, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" Mm-hmm. Because the Christ Spirit had left him, but it 's a way of denying his divinity, you know he had this spirit upon mm-hmm. him and that left him when he was uh, you know dying on the cross mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure why people feel like they have to uh, prove
0: that he's not really.
1: Well, how would you died. respond,
0: respond to that? If someone said, you know, yeah, Jesus was just a man like you and me, but he, you know, when he got baptized, he got this special anointing that carried him through ministry. And, mm-hmm. and, and then when he died on the cross that left him because God can't die or something, how would you respond to well, somebody? I think he would go back to some of the earlier discussion we were having about the incarnation
1: Uh Uh, the fact that clearly he preexisted his Mm -hmm. presence in the time space continuum as Jesus of Nazareth and John the Baptist recognized that he Mm preexisted so if he were just a man he
0: wouldn't have preexistence so the gospel writers clearly believe that. that he didn't start when he was conceived in Mary's womb. No, and John in
1: particular is very specific about that. In the beginning was the Word, mm-hmm. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in the beginning implies all the way back to Genesis one. Yep. And of course, John seventeen, uh, Jesus said, "Glorify me with the glory I had before." Mm-hmm. I think that's the right. Yep. quote, uh, would imply past beyond the Genesis. I mean, further back than that into eternity. So the gospels are very clear that he preexisted his human,
0: mm-hmm. uh, existence on the planet. Uh, so Orthodox Christianity then clearly teaches Jesus was divine. He was God. He, he claimed to be God. And you know, if you claim to be God and aren't God, that's a really bad problem. Um, well, why would people, as they're trying to wrestle through this in the early church, and some even things we'll see today, why would they deny his humanness? Like, where is that coming from?
1: That's probably more from the uh, pagan side, you know, the 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 initially attempts to deny his divinity might have come from let's say the judaistic side Mm -hmm. Uh, the idea of wanting him to be a god Mm -hmm. uh, and not just a man or not a man uh would probably be coming more from the pagan side uh you you do have pagan uh myths where you have sort of the you know the um what was it? Hercules, I think. Oh, sure. Was, was Zeus. I
0: mean, all the Greek myths, at yeah, yeah. all. is like. And they take on the
1: forms of That's men. That's right. You know, well, uh, Hercules was, I think, a human w- mother and a
0: divine father. father.
1: But the gods would often take on the form of men, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They were really gods. Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect that was the pagan mythological stuff bleeding into. Uh, the Christian church uh, for that purpose um, but again the Gnostics were saying the same thing you know well he's really an illusion he was really God was mm-hmm. just an illusion uh, so what
0: what would you say to somebody like in the early church I mean they're, they're being persecuted they're being you know killed for their faith what would you say to somebody who says hey guys we don't have enough Christians around to be dividing over things like this? Why don't we get the Gnostics together? Why don't we get everyone gonna just say, as long as we're loving each other, then what we believe about Jesus, you know, we can we can figure that out later. Why why would why would the church have fought so hard to understand, you know, this doctrine about the incarnation?
1: Well, and they were very tenacious about it. We had a number of church councils, uh, uh, Nicaea, Chalcedon, mm-hmm. uh, were aimed at dealing with the fallacies of the incarnation because the incarnation is critical mm-hmm. to redemption. Uh, if, if he isn't who the gospels say he is, mm-hmm. our, our salvation is really at issue. Uh, you cannot simply say, and that's the problem today, you can't have a convergence of false doctrine and true doctrine on the grounds that let us just love everybody. Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is the false doctrine will ultimately dominate. The ability to love in the way God wants us to love is based fundamentally and foremost on doctrine. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's the doctrine that teaches us what we ought to do and how we ought to do it. And so if you're completely immersed with some truth, some false, mm-hmm. uh, eventually you're going to fall back into a love that's basically human and selfish in its in its inception. So that's one reason why they were constantly uh, tenaciously guarding mm-hmm. because redemption itself was an issue. Uh, you could not believe uh, that God or Jesus was just a man and be saved You couldn't believe that he was God but not man and be saved. Paul says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord or Yahweh, all right, God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, okay, the incarnation is encapsulated in those two verses. Jesus is Lord, God, raised him from the dead, man. And then Paul says,
0: and you will be saved. Hmm. So when when Paul is writing that, you know, you must believe that Jesus is your Lord. Um, Could he mean just Jesus is your boss or Jesus is your guy in charge of you? Or or what was probably in his mind when he was writing that? I think Paul is is referring to Jesus as Yahweh because the kyrgios,
1: the uh, Greek word for Lord. Now, I'll grant you Kyrios has been used in context other than as God. Mm -hmm. But when the Septuagint, um, the scriptures done in Greek about the 2nd or 3rd century BC, whenever they referred to Yahweh, they used the word Mm Kyrios. So I think that Paul is intending us to understand Mm -hmm. uh, that Jesus is Yahweh. Uh, And the rest of his epistles, it's very clear. You know he's he's always clear about mm-hmm. the divinity of Christ, but yeah. here he says what's it what's necessary to be saved, to confess that Jesus is Lord Yahweh, mm-hmm. and to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. God,
0: man, verse nine. God, verse ten. Man. So it's not just that he's but God, but but he had to have died on the cross to be needing to be raised. Not pretended to die, not faint, right. uh, but he needed to be raised from the exactly. dead. Exactly the whole thing so then there's some kind of there's some combinations of things like um, you have Arianism um, which is which is a uh, talking about uh, why don't you describe for everyone kind of what, what was the the era that that Arianism was dealing with <laughs>
1: yeah Arianism came uh, to light in the 4th century and Arius um, if memory is serving me um, let's see a- no um, yeah 4th century mm-hmm. Arius had sort of the worst of two worlds. Uh, He said that Jesus was neither God nor man. Mm -hmm. Um, Arianism taught that Jesus was not, was created, Mm -hmm. but that he was a sort of a super creation, Mm -hmm. if you will. He was greater than man. He He was more than man, and yet he was created and therefore not God. Uh, yep. And that swept across the Roman Empire uh, in the early fourth century. Um, the uh, that's what resulted in the Nicene Council, and and they thoroughly denounced Arianism. And the Nicene Creed it goes into great depth. Uh, that's where it says, "Very God, of very God. You know, He's truly mm-hmm. God." Uh, they they go into great depths to explain that he is both God and man, and even so, some of those bishops in the eastern part of the empire mm-hmm. signed off on the Nicene Creed with their fingers crossed behind <laughs> their back.
0: So so in his mind, he was taking all the the aspects of the human nature of Jesus and the divine nature and kind of mix them up in a blender, and you kind of end up with some of both is that one way to describe it or is he just really he He was saying that jesus had a human body
1: a human body but he was more than a human being got it but he wasn't god so that was a brand new thought yeah Um, that was you know taking the gospels and maybe looking at jesus uh abilities to do miraculous things Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm I'm speculating on where Arius was coming from. Mm-hmm. I sat down and read <laughs> right. in-depth study of Arius, yeah. but I'm speculating that he was trying to explain without acknowledging the truth of Christianity, trying to explain his origin and his ability, mm-hmm. and, but not you know and the ultimate superior
0: uh, creation, but a creation. So. So kind of Nicaea declared he's not a creation. He, he has always been, which is what Jesus claimed to be, you know, that he was always with the Father, coexistent. And then you get to the Council of Chalcedon in the 400s and, and talk about kind of what what were they dealing with next, you know, with this idea of wrestling with the, the dual natures of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, they, instead of,
1: then you had a heresy coming forward that, um, was not denied that Jesus was actually two natures, and then they got into difficult areas there are some said he was the two natures blended into one nature okay. uh, which is you know totally contrary to the incarnation. it undermines the incarnation uh, and they said he was part human and part mm-hmm. God. And a lot of people think that today, you know, mm-hmm. he was part God, part man. No, he wasn't. He was fully God, fully man. Chalcedon in 451 AD thoroughly denounced that and dealt with that that
0: issue to explain he
1: is two separate
0: natures in one body. So why is it bad to be part God, like in part man? Why why would it be bad to think of, well, he's got the feeling part of a man, but he's got the intellectual part of a God? Or why, why is it bad to pick and choose um, well, if you've got,
1: and that's that's a hard question for me to answer off the top of my head, but I think again it goes it impairs redemption mm-hmm. uh, because he had to be fully man to bear our sins yeah. and to obtain atonement, and he had to be fully God to deal with
0: the devil, and a, devil? and a sinless man. He had yeah. to be a fully you know sinless sacrifice. I think the other issue is just um, when, when we read. What the new Testament writers are saying about Jesus, I think it's real important that we take them at their word. And and when, when it talks about, you know, Jesus dying on the cross, you know, it's not Jesus, the man died on the cross, but Jesus, the divinity didn't. It's like, no, the whole Jesus died on the cross. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, obviously his his divinity didn't stop after death, but but I think saying that we can separate Jesus almost into two persons, um, you know, he he has never been two persons. He's one person with two natures, and he took on this additional nature of uh, humanness through through the incarnation. But but I think it is important to to say that we're not talking to two different people, um, no. and, and I think that's that's something I think you know we were talking earlier about. You know, we got Jesus our our buddy and then jesus our our divine god and it's realized this is the same person um we we pray to that was pre-existent with god before anything happened and and yet still hears my prayers
1: well i i suspect too that if you're going to try to say that he's part god and part man um that detracts from the fact of the total obedience of jesus the man he was obedient as a man Mm -hmm. he he wasn't part god and therefore he was able to be obedient as a man because of his divine nature right he was totally obedient as a complete human being Mm -hmm. and that's what qualified him to be a a substitute for us Mm -hmm. Uh, the Adam was capable of that in the sense that he was without sin initially. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was he capable of, was Jesus capable of sinning? Well, there's lots of arguments (laughs) over that, and nobody's going to be able to answer that. But I think if, as as a man, my personal opinion, and it's pure speculation, is yeah, he could have. Oh, yeah, I think so. But uh, he didn't. And he didn't as a man. Mm-hmm. Not because not he had divine help because part of him was divine. The the total, complete human nature
0: of Jesus was mm-hmm. utterly obedient to the Father mm-hmm. and, and submitted to him. So where do you see, I mean, this is kind of, we were talking about a lot of stuff that happens in 400 A.D., 300 A.D., many, many thousands of years ago. So I'm kind of assuming... You know, we get through Council of Chalcedon 451. This has all been dealt with. Everyone's clear on this now. Now we can deal with more current issues today. I mean, do you ever see confusion about who Christ is in 21st century America or around the world? All the time. Uh, the
1: problem is, too, so much of what was seen in terms of the heresies of the earlier centuries. Uh, and there were other heresies too. There were heresies that attacked the Trinity, you know, uh-huh. in terms of the the correct identity of the Trinity. But in terms of the of the church, the Satan came against the incarnation most most effectively, uh-huh. as he, or most stringently. Uh, but you see those anomalies now: uh, Mormonism, uh, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh-huh. in the International Way. Uh, you see all kinds of heretical teaching that creeps into the
0: evangelical church. Or some would say Jesus is a created being. Yeah. He's the firstborn of all creation. He's somewhat, they either lessen his divinity by saying he had a beginning, he's less mm-hmm. than God, or they lessen his humanity by right. saying he wasn't really like you. He was this... Other creature, you know, other other than human, and that's why he was able to do things. And well, and
1: frankly, the the little book of Jude is becoming very, um, shall we say, uh, necessary today. Um, very applicable. Jude in verse three says, uh, "I was going to write to you about our." common salvation, but I have determined instead to write to you of the necessity of contending for the faith. Hmm. The word contend there that he uses, uh, and I think we may have talked about this Mm -hmm. in an earlier session, the word contend that he uses is the word they used for hand-to-hand combat, which means Jude regarded being able to contend for the faith uh, as a matter of life and death. And when he says contend for the faith, he's talking about uh, false doctrine and, and uh, uh, heresy uh, mm-hmm. uh, crippling the faith and and bleeding into the church, you know, and merging with uh, teaching in the church. So yeah, it's it's Jude is just as critical a statement from his statement is just as critical today as it was then, and more so because Paul tells us that in the last times, in the last days, mm-hmm. the days will come when men will not endure sound doctrine but will accumulate teachers for themselves mm-hmm. that will tickle their ears, and that's 2 Timothy four three. Mm-hmm. And I run into people like that today. I, I can think of some guys that I deal with periodically and they're always into something new. You know, and they, yeah. they, they really wanna hear something new. And I keep saying to them, luck. The main mm-hmm. things are the plain things, and mm-hmm. the plain things are the main things and I'm quoting Alistair
0: big <laughs> uh, and i'm saying, stick yeah. with that, yeah St- and it kind of reminds me you know of the Gnostic idea of you know we can't just take the plain teaching of scripture, we have to find the hidden secret things and then you'll be the elevated christian and and i'm i'm just reminded of paul who he said all i want to do is preach christ and christ crucified and sort of like the secret knowledge again Yes, yes yes
1: And they they want to be in and one of the good indications of it is if nobody has seen this teaching in the last two thousand years, maybe you want to be
0: careful. There's probably a reason for that, <laughs> as my professors in seminary used to say. Well, thank you very much, Jerry. Okay.
1: Oh, let's see, that was just the errors in incarnation. We got one more to do, don't stop.